Welcome to Create Your Life, a podcast for heart-centered creatives who desire clarity, fulfillment, and a flourishing relationship, not only with the world and their art, but with themselves. I am your host, Megan Vigil, a fellow creative and life coach, and I coach women who are ready to forge their own path, to do things in their own way, instead of continually comparing their path to others and measuring their success by the standards of the world instead of the metrics that feel deeply authentic to them. I help women be on their own team to curb the self-criticism, the perfectionism, and trade that for feeling at home within themselves, in their own lives, and to experience more peace, more being, and less striving. This podcast will be a mix of solo episodes where I share honest insights into my own journey and practice, as well as beautiful guest conversations where I get to sit down virtually with individuals who I wholeheartedly respect and believe that they have so much wisdom on the topic of living and creating with intention and deep presence and enjoyment. This is not about the rat wheel of self-improvement. This podcast exists as a place where we foster conversations around living well, blooming well, and looking at how beautiful and nuanced and yes, complex, but how beautiful it is to be alive. My deepest hope is that you feel seen here, that you feel inspired and empowered to be a go-getter in your own way as you create your life. I am so happy you're here with me. Let's dive in. Hello, hello, and welcome back to Create Your Life. Friends, listen, this conversation took multiple turns that I did not expect in the best way and got so real. What I thought was going to be a conversation about just diving in with my dear friend Kylie about her celebratory, encouraging nature really went deep, I mean, and quickly, and it was so powerful to both of us. If you don't know who Kylie is, she is such a light in this world. I am so honored to know her. She is a past life healer and intuitive coach for big-hearted women, lightworkers, and leaders. She supports her clients to land in their full essence and embody their wildly messy, beautiful self so that they can remember who they are at the soul level and thrive in this world as the powerful human that they are. Known for her grounded, magnetic energy and her powerful, intuitive guidance, Kylie holds her clients in unconditional love, which allows them to dive into the depths and come home to their truth. Her clients often describe working with her as transformational, magical, life-changing, validating, and more often than not, a little bit weird. (laughs) In the best way, of course. I... I haven't worked with her one-on-one. I'm just a friend, but I can say all of those things are absolutely 100% true. And I dive in a little bit to how we know each other as well. So I won't delay any longer. Let's dive into this beautiful conversation on celebration, even insecurity, sisterhood, healing with my love, Kylie. Well, welcome Kylie to Create Your Life. I'm so, so over the moon to have you here. Thanks for being here. Mm, It is, oh, it's delicious. I am so excited to chat with you today. And Mm. and of course, see your face. Of course, see your face. (laughs) It's the 
best. Anytime we get to catch up is such a treat. And Mm -hmm. yeah. So for all of you listening, um, Kylie and I met in a mastermind in Ellie Swift's mastermind. And I am just so excited for all of you to get to hear from her today. She is uh, such a special person to me. And I think you are going to be deeply blessed by her wisdom. Like I always am. So Kylie, will you just like give us a little bit of background? Like for people that are unfamiliar with you, your work, like who are you? What do you do? Just kind of share a little bit of that goodness with us. Yes, absolutely. Um, and also, can I just mention you're an absolute dream. Like what a beautiful intro. <laughs> Thank you for like sharing that so beautifully. <laughs> you're so welcome. Oh, so who am I? Um, who am I? I love this question so much. Uh, and it always changes. Like it always changes. And I feel like um, when I speak to you about this, like it, you would be in the very similar mindset as to me, like with me in regards to this question, like moment to moment, day to day, like we are just constantly changing. And so for me right now, like I am like, oh, I feel like I'm really landing uh, today and the past couple of weeks uh, in a new version of myself. Oh, wow. Um, and just like a more, oh, like a, a, a more powerful version of myself, um, someone who speaks up, someone who uses their voice, someone that uh, trusts um, what needs to be shared and shares okay. it. Uh, and I think, like, for me, this is uh, to be able to share that. Mm. Um, feels really nourishing for me and really just like, woof, like I'm, yes. I'm here, like I landed. Uh, so that is me currently um, kind of like as a, as a, as a human. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, when we chat about work um, and I think work and life and all of those things go hand in hand. Um, but when, when I speak to the work that I do, uh, I am, oh, I'm a past life healer. I am an intuitive coach. I hold space for basically incredible humans, like just big hearted women, leaders, light workers, creatives, just humans that, oh man, they've got this fire in their belly and they're just, they want to, they want to get shit done. They want to create change. They want to, they, they want to create change within themselves, but like within the world as well. And so I hold space for these humans to really like, well, firstly, a space for them to be held because mm-hmm. so often uh, these humans, they hold so many different people in their lives, whether it be clients or whether it be family members or loved ones or whatever that looks like. Uh, and they're never allowing themselves to be held. They're never honoring, well, not so much never honoring, but they find it hard to really take the time for themselves. And so a huge part of my work is holding that, holding them so that they can land fully in their humanness. They can um, just retreat to a space to be, um, to land in their full essence, to 
listen and connect with themselves again instead of having all of this external noise around them. Um, so yeah, that is what I do work-wise. Uh, yes, yeah. you are all of that. And I just have full body chills listening to you speak. And thank you so much for sharing that you feel like you're landing in this new version, because I think the question, like, who are you and what do you do can typically mm. be like, okay, here is my answer. And here is what I do. And it's like, okay, that's lovely and wonderful. And there's nothing wrong with that, but we are changing all the time. And to just normalize like Mm. that it's available to us to be like landing in different dimensions and different, like, that's so like, I just hope everyone listening is like, oh my gosh, that is, that is proof to me that like, I have the permission to become someone new and Ugh. like, I just, I feel that so deeply mm-hmm. and like listening to you talk, I'm, I just feel how true that feels for you. And like mm-hmm. the resonance and relief of like, ah, oh, this is who I am. And I can really like, it just feels so, so fun and like new for me to be able to speak like, yep, this is me. And right now, like, this is what it feels like. And I just love that. So thank you so mm-hmm. much for sharing that. Oh, you're so welcome. And I 100% agree with everything that you just shared. Like so often that that question can be like, oh, well, you know, like, um, you know, you've got your, you've got your points of who you are. Like I'm a mom. I'm not a mom. Well, I'm a dog mom. You know, like (laughs) I'm a dog mom. Like I'm like, this is what I do. This is, you know, you know, all of these different points of all of the labels that we put on ourselves and it's like, okay, cool. But who are you? Yeah. Like, what is your essence? Like what is underneath that? That's what I want to know. Mm-hmm. Um, that's where the juiciness is. That's where like, oh yeah, that's where I get excited and just froth over. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Me too. And I love, I love that question. And I think that's a real question. What is your essence? Like, mm. Oh, it's so, so good. Thank you so much for sharing that. And I can't wait to dive into this conversation. So a little, and I feel like we already have, I feel like it's so (laughs) fascinating whenever we get on a call, no matter what it's about, it's like, we're just like dropping into this space and we (laughs) go there pretty immediately, which I uh, just love and adore. And so for everyone listening, like I said, we met in this mastermind. It was a beautiful experience. So many amazing humans that we got to connect with. And, um, one thing that I think every single one of us would say about Kylie is that she is the most genuinely celebratory person probably that I know, to be quite honest, Mm -hmm. at least in my experience, uh, I don't think I have ever really been in the presence of someone who it is just an extension of who they are to genuinely, and I use that word quite frequently, and I think I probably will in this conversation a lot because Mm -hmm. it's so authentic, but genuinely like calling out um, the goodness that she sees in other people, speaking it, celebrating it publicly, like it is just such a 
it, it, it's incredible. It is, it's such a special experience. And so when we talked about having this podcast episode together, I was like, I want to talk about celebration of women. <laughs> and we both have said, I don't think we've ever talked about it formally. <laughs> um, but Kylie, you are like one of the most beautiful celebratory of women, like encouragers that I know. So I want to know, like, have you always been this way? And let's start Mm. there. Oh, yeah. Like, what a beautiful place to start. Like, I'm, uh, I just firstly want to just say thank you for uh, reflecting all of that back to me because I absolutely have not, (laughs) have definitely not been like this my whole life. And so to have you and others um, actually share that with me and say, this is what I see in you. Like, this is just like, when I think of you, like, this is what I think of. For me, that is, oh, that means so much to me, so much Mm -hmm. to me, because I remember um, so short answer, no, I haven't been like this forever. Mm-hmm. And let me just backtrack this a little bit and share a longer answer with you. Mm. <laughs> because I think like my whole life, my whole life, I have, I've grown up um, in a very competitive world. I would say like I've been immersed in team sports. I've always, um, I've always found myself competing. Like I've always found mm. myself competing um, with the opposition with my teammates and with myself and so alongside that there has been like so many oh so many beliefs created Mm. um there has been so many moments of comparison there has been so many moments of like judgment of myself and of others and there's been I feel like I kind of created this inability to celebrate others when I saw success in them and couldn't see it in myself. Mm. It's like, I can't, I, I can't acknowledge, <laughs> I can't acknowledge the success you're receiving because I want it. Yeah. And I don't have it. So I can't acknowledge it in you. And I think that was huge for me uh, for so long, for so, so long. And I got to this point um, probably, oh, we might be going back about, four years ago or so Mm -hmm. um, when I was just at a place in my life where I didn't feel supported Mm. and where I didn't feel um, feel like I was being acknowledged for the work that I was doing. I didn't feel like anybody was celebrating me. And this, a lot of this was coming from a place of ego. Yeah. Um, And also my soul just like really craving uh, whether it was celebration or the sisterhood, I think both of them just go hand in hand. Yeah. Uh, and I got to this point where I was just like, why? Like, why can't people celebrate me? <laughs> like, why? Mm. Why? Just why? Like, and I was in this really stuck place. And I was speaking to my coach about it at the time. It was. Um, I, I'm not sure if we've spoken about this. Sammy Fleming. I was oh, working yeah. with, and we were in a beautiful really? group container and. Sammy is just divine, like, okay. oh, an angel. <laughs> I, I truly. truly believe she is literally an angel in this, in this world. Uh, and I was having this conversation with her and she, she gave me this little challenge to do. And I remember just listening to her cringing 
at this challenge like are you fucking kidding me like how am I gonna do that and she said Kylie this is gonna be really hard for you to begin with and it was basically when you see somebody doing something really amazing in the world I want you to celebrate them even if you don't want to I want you to celebrate them 10 times more than you actually would and I just remember thinking oh I can't think of anything worse. I don't want to do that. Like, I don't want to acknowledge the success in them because then I won't be able to, like, then all of this other these other stories in myself will come up about how I'm not good enough and how I'm not succeeding and how I'm not doing the things that I want to be doing. And so <laughs> this brought up a whole, whole lot. But I, I, I started doing it. And she did say at the time, you know, this is going to feel... Uh, very fake or very like um, you're really going to have to push yourself to do this. It might not feel genuine. And it's like, okay, cool. Let's just roll with this. Let's see how it goes. Let's see where it takes us. And so I did start and it was really uncomfortable. It was extremely uncomfortable. And then something just happened. I don't actually know when this happened. But it was like something just um, triggered in me, like a, like a switch just flipped. And it was just like, okay, this is just who I, who I am now. This is a part of who I am. Mm-hmm. And even though I came from a place of not being genuine, um, from a place that I would have liked to have um, been genuine yeah. from, like I, I still wanted to celebrate that person, but there was just so much triggering me beyond that that it wasn't coming from a place of, you know, really being genuine. Now I just come from a place of, oh, fuck yes, sister. Like this is incredible. And alongside that, I still get triggered. Mm. Yeah. So it's been a journey. (laughs) It's been a journey, Mm. but one that, oh, has been actually really uh, beautiful to, to really witness mm. oh my gosh that brings up like so much for me and I just so appreciate you like diving into how you got here and not mm. not just like no I haven't been that way but I am now and it's great <laughs> it's like yeah. especially the part about you still getting triggered mm. that because to be honest, like that has been one of my biggest curiosities about your celebration of women. I was like, does she not ever get like triggered or like, cause I, I this is one of the biggest things like around this topic for me is like, I, I absolutely want to celebrate women and other people. And I still sometimes feel like I can't because those insecurities come mm. up for me. And I'm like, yep whoa, but I want to do what she does. How could I possibly celebrate her, let alone verbally, if I'm not willing, able to celebrate that in myself, which is exactly what I'm hearing you say. So Mm. do you mind like diving a little bit deeper into like what that looks like in your current, like inner landscape and like your life today? Mm. Like, how do you navigate when Mm -hmm. you do have like insecurities surface or you do have like, you see someone like 
showing up the way you want to show up or whatever. And it triggers Mm -hmm. you. Like, how do you, like, what is your relationship to that today? Mm. Oh, such a juicy conversation. Such a juicy question. Oh, so here for this. Um, Yes, I absolutely still get triggered. (laughs) Um, That's so comforting to me to hear, honestly, because, and this is so interesting. This is a great side note. We always perceive people we, we can't perceive them as they really are. Right. So when we're looking at someone, we're like, they're like so perfect in this way. Mm. They're human like us. So anyways, yep. continue. <laughs> like so human, like everybody is human. Everybody, regardless of whether you think they have these thoughts or these, this ego chatter or, or not, like they absolutely do. Mm. They absolutely do. And just like, you know, people are showing up <clears throat> Um, in the world that we that we see like especially on Instagram or social media or however that looks you know like people we see people showing up coming from like this beautiful confident like I'm fearless place yeah yet that's not to say that they are fearless Mm. like they absolutely still have all these stories and this is exactly the same as the conversation we're talking about right now it's like I show up from this place of wanting to celebrate and wanting to acknowledge the human in front of me. And at the same time, it's not to say that like I am this <laughs> fully uh, evolved person mm-hmm. who doesn't receive or doesn't feel everything that comes with that. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so how do I navigate that? There's so many, so many different layers so many different layers to this and let's see where this let's see where this goes yes (laughs) (laughs) because I feel like well one like our sisterhood wound just goes back lifetimes goes back lifetimes and there are still uh relationships within my life that I haven't um healed yeah and when I say relationships like um in particular sisterhood Um, relationships that I haven't healed so that I can be in this state of um, genuine celebration because it the layers and the depth of those relationships and those wounds is is so incredibly deep and I haven't been able to like this is full transparency here like uh, I haven't been able to land deeply enough uh in wanting to heal it yeah because it's just it's it's too triggering and so the first thing that I want to say is know that it's okay know that it's okay to um not be ready yes know that it's okay not to be ready and it's not something like this isn't where I say um show up before you're ready like it's literally just give yourself compassion, like show yourself compassion and know that that's enough. Yeah. Um, like, ne- <laughs> yeah, like you never need to put yourself in a position where you are so completely um, uncomfortable or you feel unsafe or you just feel like it's not a place for you to be. And so we can absolutely tint our own inner landscape and 
celebrate others in different ways. Uh, and like, for me, this looked like um, starting small, first and foremost, like <laughs> always starting small with yeah. anything that I do, because it doesn't have to look really dramatic and like a big celebration. It could, like for me, it simply looked like when I first started this, liking somebody's Instagram post. Hmm. You know how you scroll through Instagram? Like I've had this so many times, scrolling through Instagram and you see somebody's post and you're like, oh, that's really good. I'm not going to like that because I'll just add to their success. <laughs> And I don't want to add to their success. They don't need more success. (laughs) I I feel like I'm definitely not alone. Oh, you're not alone at all. It's like, I got to mute this person. I can't possibly watch their stories anymore. Exactly. Triggering the shit out of me. I'm just not going to, not even going to do it. (laughs) And so it could simply look like, and I mean, that might be too big to begin with as well. Work with what what feels really good for you. Um, But it could just be, double tapping that photo to like it or leaving a comment to say this really supported me thank you um and again it might not come from a place of um being completely genuine and that's okay when I do this I also am really conscious of well a few things here the first thing is understanding why it's triggering me yeah so understanding okay well their success is bringing up something in me, something that I probably want within my own life, right? And a lot of listeners here, you guys know that. Mm-hmm. So just just becoming curious, not just getting so absorbed with the fact that the person in front of you is really annoying because they've got all the success mm-hmm. and leaving it at that because that's when our sisterhood wound just keeps getting bigger and bigger and bigger. So becoming curious around why it's triggering you. And the second thing is celebrate yourself. as well like you can absolutely celebrate the person in front of you and know that just because you might not have that exact same success there is so much success that you do have in your life that you're not already celebrating yourself for and so you know I always think you know the more we give the more we receive and so for me going back to that story that I shared earlier in regards to you know I was at a place where I couldn't that I didn't feel like I was being acknowledged or celebrated. As soon as I started acknowledging and celebrating those around me, I also felt that celebration and acknowledgement and acknowledgement for myself from others and from myself. So the more you give, the more you receive. Yeah. Right. Mm. Um, it looks like, you know, really becoming <laughs> honest with yourself and with those around you because a lot of the time we're not we choose not to be because it's too difficult it's too scary um so for me this looked like um really becoming honest within my relationships and speaking up um about the triggers that I was experiencing so I have this one girlfriend uh, that we just have a freaking incredible relationship. Mm. Um, we've never met. Oh, <laughs> in, I love that. I have some of those too. <laughs> yeah, it's the freaking best. And like, we just have this relationship where if she shows up in a way or she does something, I can, 
I can share with her, I'm fucking celebrating you so much for this. Like, that is amazing. I fucking love you. Well done. And you're triggering the shit out of me right now. <laughs> this is why. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, and I'm not sharing that. Like, I don't share that with you because I need anything from you. Or I don't need, I don't need you to change anything. It's simply because this is what's coming up for me and I need to voice it. Yeah. So it's really like starting to look at the relationships and the friendships that you have around you and speak about this because for like, like we said, we've never actually spoken in a formal setting around um, like celebrating other women. Why is that? Yeah. You know, like, why it don't we talk so about interesting. it? Interesting. Like it is so interesting that both of us are going why have we never talked about this before? Absolutely. And it's like, it's, it's like, why, why haven't we? Yeah. (laughs) There's so many different levels to that. So many different layers as -hmm. to why we haven't. You know, what's coming up for me right now. And oh my gosh, I just have like all these like ping pong thoughts. I'm like, I want to go here. I want to go here. (laughs) Go all of the places. (laughs) What's coming up for me and what you just said is that I think there is shame Mm -hmm. around the fact that we can't or, or we don't celebrate like purely or perfectly. And so all of us behind the scenes are going through exactly what we're talking about right here. Yeah. And so we make it mean, okay, therefore I can't talk about celebrating other people or I can't, I can't make this a topic of conversation because I still get jealous yeah. or I still get insecure. Mm. And it's so fascinating. I kind of, that's, I, I don't know if that's the case, but I feel like maybe it is sort of a taboo subject, just like every taboo subject because there's shame associated with it. Um, and yet we're all going behind the, we're all, we're all going through these things behind closed doors. Kind of. <laughs> yep. Oh man. So, so much used to that. So much shame. Like I feel like the spall of shame just gets bigger and bigger. The more we avoid not celebrating somebody. Mm. And it's like, you know, it gets to this point where it's just like, oh, I absolutely couldn't start celebrating them now. So I'll just continue not. Right. Because this like level of shame that we hold around not celebrating them from the get go or not celebrating them for, you know, this beautiful thing that they did 10 years ago, maybe. Yeah. You know, and this level of shame just gets bigger and bigger and bigger and we never talk about it. Mm. And so really just starting to, to like speak about this in this conversation but also uh with those around us can be so incredibly powerful yeah and i mean this goes back like i said like lifetimes yeah lifetimes like i believe at the moment like there are so many witches that have reincarnated into the world right now because Mm -hmm. of the world that we are living in and (laughs) we've literally burnt other women yeah we've actually like we've literally killed other women and so it it goes so much more beyond everything that we consciously think that is such 
an interesting and like it makes sense to me that point and I'm I'm so intrigued by your work too because I'm I haven't done a whole lot of like diving into this like these lifetimes and and this like generational work even as well like even generations in our own family too right and it's mm-hmm. like yeah it's not there's there's so much more than meets the eye yeah. it's not just that you feel triggered by the people you follow on instagram <laughs> it is <Yeah>. not <laughs> and and that should feel comforting like it's yeah. so layered like yeah. oh so good so mm-hmm. there were two things that I, when, can I share two things that came yeah, up when you were speaking? Yeah. So when you were talking about that, like challenge that Sammy gave you, which I love so much, it was remind, it reminded me of something that the coach I'm working with right now, Rachel McDonald has just said on her stories one time, and it's always stuck with me. She just said, scroll through your Instagram and everyone that passes you by say good for them and move mm-hmm. on. And I was like, that's okay. Like whatever, that doesn't seem like that big of a deal, but it may, it awakened me to how much I was absolutely not saying, thinking good for them. I was thinking a lot of other thoughts, a lot of thoughts about myself. And it's like, Mm. how much can shift within us and how much softer and more open we are to just life in general and ourselves and our relationships with ourselves when we can just, when we do celebrate and when we can be like, that's so wonderful for them. And, and maybe it does make a trigger arise for us or maybe it doesn't, but it's so interesting. These like subtle challenges are not subtle at all and can really mm-hmm. be like a gateway mm-hmm. into um, more celebration. And the second thing was, Yesterday, I was in an energy coaching session where I was the client and uh, one of my friends, Catherine Phillips, she's brilliant. And she was um, facilitating an energy coaching session for me. And one of the things that I said that was like so at the crux of our conversation is I said, I am just trying so hard to be healed already. Mm -hmm. And (laughs) she was like, there it is. That's it. And when you were talking about like not being ready to heal Mm -hmm. some wounds yet, I just, I think there is something so big here in how much we hustle to be Mm -hmm. complete and finished and enlightened and involved. And um, so I just, I don't even know if there's like, anything else to be said on that. I just wanted to come back around to that permission that like, you don't have to be entirely healed. You you don't have to be entirely like flawless and just like, yeah, I am totally ready to like dive into this incredibly painful thing for me. And it's just going to go away like that. Like, no. <laughs> and I think there's finally, some, right? <laughs> it's, right. It's just like, oh, it just feels so much lighter when it's like, and I just, I felt so much permission in what you said when you were like, I'm just like, to be quite honest, I'm, I'm not quite ready. Mm. And that is okay. Mm-hmm. Yep. It's just like it, hearing you speak and just like, I wish people could see you speak (laughs) (laughs) 
Because, I get passionate. Like, it, yeah, it's it literally, it just looks like you're just like, you're relaxing your shoulders. It's just like a full mm-hmm. exhale mm-hmm. of, oh, like, okay. Wow, like it it can be this easy. Like it can be easy mm-hmm. if we let it. It's like there's there's so many um the thing that comes up for me, and I've never really thought about this until we've actually um, been in this conversation. Mm-hmm. So many layers of perfectionism that comes into play here. Oh yeah. Uh, and like you were speaking before, it's like you know, we feel like we need to be perfect or we need to get it right or we need to, um, like, be the best that we can be uh, when we show up and celebrate and acknowledge others. And it's like, with anything, we are still learning. Yeah. Um, and we're allowed to be uh, a learner and a beginner in this um, situation and with celebrating others like it's totally okay you know mm. um you're allowed to be shit like it's it's actually normal yeah and you're not you know you're nowhere near as shit as you think you are mm. even though you feel you you might feel like you are just like oh my gosh an absolute mess you're not <laughs> right but that is what being a beginner is about and so allow yourself to be in that state and in that um, that phase of, you know, learning, relearning it because we are relearning it. We are actually relearning how to celebrate others and how to really see them. Mm. Yeah. So yeah. just That's, there's um, so much compassion that comes alongside that. Totally, totally. Mm. And it's, man, there there are so many things coming out that I'm like, I have never thought about it in this way. Mm. And yeah, even thinking about like when things feel clumsy, like that's a word that I use a lot in my own like personal development and like healing journey of like things in my own life is like, this feels really clumsy. Like I feel like a baby giraffe that's learning to walk and they're like, knees are all (laughs) like wobbly Mm. and stuff. And totally like if you're someone who wants to enter into being more of an encourager more like a celebrator right Mm -hmm. it's like it's probably not going to feel just like supernatural at first and I it's just like so beautiful to hear these parts of your story when literally like yes all of us that know you <laughs> that mastermind and I'm sure all the circles in your life say this to still hear you say these things right it's mm. such uh it's just it is such an exhale and it's so cool because I'm like looking over at the other side of my screen at like the questions that I had thought of that like maybe we would dive into and I feel mm. like we have organically gone into them, right? Like even my last question on here was like, I feel like genuine heartfelt celebration of women can sometimes feel convoluted and actually hard to do due to our own insecurity. What is your perspective on how we tend to our own inner landscapes and insecurities while also lifting up women around us? And Mm -hmm. I'm like, full circle, like chills moment because this is it. Like this is the real Mm -hmm. stuff and so I'm curious if like 
has this changed your relationship to sisterhood and friendship at all in the last couple of years? Or do you feel like, do you feel like that is still very much like an ongoing new thing for you? Mm. Oh, my connection to sisterhood has changed dramatically, I think. Mm. So the thing that I, the the thing that I want to share and this definitely is um, a part of this question as well, but also in regards to what you're saying before, it's like for so long and still at times now, like I'm the person like that, you know, will re- I don't even want to say receive because it's not even really receiving. Somebody will tell me something mm-hmm. about um, how powerful I am or they will compliment me in some way. And I'm the person that can't receive that. Hmm. and when I say I'm, I I am now <laughs> like it's it's been a lesson uh to really receive that um but for many years I I had a huge issue with that I I would hear that compliment uh and it'd be like oh yeah that's they're just saying that because they have to mm-hmm. or they're just saying that because you know they're being nice or they feel sorry for me like work-wise when I think about my work sometimes and more often than not in the past if somebody signs up to a course or works with me in some way it's like oh they're just doing that because they feel sorry for you Hmm. like I'm like I wasn't ever really allowing that to be true for me and so for a long time it was like I didn't feel that the compliments that were being given to me were genuine Mm. isn't it interesting right so it's like I couldn't receive that so Mm. how could I then give it because the other person in front of me wouldn't think that I would be that wouldn't think that I was genuine either Mm -hmm. and so when we speak to sisterhood like really starting to uh, it comes back to um really being honest with myself being honest with myself uh, and being vulnerable uh, with myself and to the person in front of me and so like how that has changed and how like you know celebrating others and acknowledging others how that's changed over the past couple of years it's like really mm, how do I want to say this? Trusting that I will be heard. Yeah. And trusting that, you know, or not so much just trusting, but putting myself in, in places where I will be heard and will be seen and will be held to just really <clears throat> uh, show up vulnerably, say, I'm celebrating you. I'm, you're triggering the fuck out of me. I can't, like, I'm just going to, yeah. like, witness this for a moment and see what this means for me mm-hmm. and be okay with uh be okay with that because prior to you know like this has changed for me over the past two or three years where I have been able to put myself in places like that but prior to that no way in hell no shit no shit no <laughs> like I wouldn't even be able to be vulnerable with myself let alone the person in front of me right and so when we allow ourselves to really deepen into that and to uh, create that honesty and that that truth 
uh, with a human in front of us, well, then our connection with sisterhood, oh, it just blows open. Mm-hmm. Like it literally blows open because sisterhood is just, it's simply connection. But it's connection on a level that we often don't want to, or not so much don't want to, we're afraid of. Yeah. Again, going back to being burnt at the stake, we're afraid of being burned. We're afraid that we can't trust the person in front of us. Mm-hmm. And so it's really just softening into, okay, there's some wounds here, but we can, we can still lean into that. Mm-hmm. And we can create safe spaces where we can do that. Yeah. And so a huge thing for me is actually being creating those safe spaces. Mm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's that idea of like, instead of waiting for the boat to come, I'm just going to go build, build the boat. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Like, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. I am. Um, it, it's funny, like I pulled a card this morning before I call. Mm. It's this morning here in New Zealand. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and the card that I pull is leap. You go first. The universe will catch you. Mm. And it's like, you know, just in regards to the conversation that we're having, like I, I could say that, you know, in my life, I have gone first. Yeah. Like somebody needs to show up. Yes. Somebody needs to show up and put their foot in, foot in and just be like, okay, cool. We're, we're here. Mm-hmm. Like I'm, I'm ready to be triggered and I'm ready to be compassionate with myself. I'm ready to love myself through it because yeah, in celebrating you, I'm celebrating myself. Totally. And that's one thing that is like so interesting. Even I think in the first couple of questions that I had asked you, it's like in hearing you, it's almost like by being willing to enter into that challenge that Sammy gave you. And by doing that, it's like there was a switch that was, flipped in you and when like you were simultaneously like able to celebrate yourself and also like have some level of like new self-connection by giving to others and I just am so like fascinated by that relationship and even within sisterhood as well it's like what it what does this like new way? Cause it does feel very new. I don't know very, I, I don't feel like I was given a lot of models of this type of friendship and stuff. I don't think any of us really were and that's no. okay. Right. Yeah. But um, like, what does this new way look like where, where we can show up and celebrate our friends and in the same breath be like, I can't even be a rock. I can't, yeah. I can't be in this environment talking about this. Like it's so triggering for me. And Hmm. It's just, this is such a real conversation about like, wow, there's, there's, we've had all of this, mm-hmm. right. Evolution and friendship and sisterhood. And yet we're like still figuring it out too. And I also hear this big theme in what you were just saying too, that self-connection does precede connection with others. Mm-hmm. So if you truly don't feel safe with yourself, you can't feel safe, even in a safe space with others. Mm-hmm. Does that like feel true or bring up anything mm-hmm. for you? Oh, absolutely. Like, oh, so, so much. You, you cannot, you cannot 
put yourself in, um, you know, quote unquote, a safe space if you don't feel safe in yourself because the safety doesn't come from the space. It comes from you. Mm-hmm. And so there's, uh, oh man, like there's so much that you can um, really, really look at uh, that you can touch that you can like explore within yourself Mm -hmm. um, to understand, you know, where where you don't feel safe Mm -hmm. and how you don't feel safe within yourself. It's like, you know, what does this new way look like? Like, what does this new sisterhood look like? Because, I mean, I, I don't know anybody that is growing up Mm-mm. being in in places like this where it is um, where you are completely safe to yeah. show up and I mean to be completely honest oh I might have one or two friends outside of this but a lot of these friendships have been created from immersing myself in sisterhood containers mm-hmm. where um not so much that that safety has been perceived, but we are that basically we just dive on in. Yeah. Like we dive into everything beyond, you know, what we know about friendship. It's not like, well, these are my hobbies and, you know, we've connected this way because, you know, you know, I liked what you said, or, um, you know, we have this in common. Like it's, it's so much more beyond that. Mm -hmm. It's so much beyond the surface. It's like, okay, well, I'm showing up in this space in this in the sisterhood container and I can continue showing up in that way of well you know this is happening in my life but you know I'm not going to share what's really going on in my life because I'm really terrified of how you're going to perceive me mm-hmm. so we'll just continue playing small we'll continue just um walking on the surface so you can you can immerse yourself in that container and still not build the connection because you still don't feel safe within yourself and you're not allowing others to see you fully, right? Yeah. Or you can immerse yourself in that container and be like, right, I'm here. Like, this is fucking what's going on in my life. I'm struggling with this. Like, this is really heavy. You might be judging me. Cool. I'm yeah. here for it. Go nuts. Mm-hmm. Um, and you're just putting it all on the line. Mm-hmm. And that's where the true connection is, is built. And so the same goes for our, like, it's nearly like a practice run, like these sorts of containers. Mm. Like, I feel like they're practice runs for like our real life. Yeah. Because um, it is, it is a safe container, generally, not all yeah. the time, you know, sure. discern. Um, but we then have to <laughs> pull that out and create it within our real life so that we can right. have those and um, we can build those friendships and that safety for ourselves. That's so, which is really difficult at times. Totally. Yeah. yeah and it does, it does like give you a, an example or a model, right? Like when we are, when you do enter into like a group coaching space, like we met in, right. Yeah. It's like it, <laughs> we did. And even when you're talking about hobbies, I'm like, 
we don't even know each other's hobbies. And yet like we have these sorts of conversations, like it's so, um, it's just so magical to me that like we live in a time and space where this is, I mean, I don't want to say normal because I think to a lot of people it's not normal, but to us it is normal, right? And like that these careers exist, that these types of sisterhood do exist. And it gives you this, um, it it just like the the vision I get in my head is like, it's, it's like, there's like this wide open, um, like sand dune or something like that. And there's just like this expansiveness in front of you and experiencing Mm. that sisterhood or whatever, it makes that feel possible where you can't even see the end of it. All you see is blue sky and sand. It's just like, where does this all go? I don't even know. There's just so much possibility, you know, uh, it's just, it's so good. It's beyond the physical which mm-hmm. is, it's interesting when you're hearing you speak that out, it's like, we are so consumed by the physical connection or the physical aspect of everything in our life, everything. Mm-hmm. Yet we've never met in real life. A lot right. of these connections that I hold with sisters, I've never met in real life. We don't know, our, we don't know each other's hobbies. We've never touched each other. Yeah. We don't really have an idea of, um, like obviously we see you through the camera, but we don't actually have an idea of you know how we look next to you or anything like mm-hmm. that. Um, and so like this, the sense of like physical is just con- taken completely out of out of the story, and it's just simply connecting on a soul level. It's like oh man, like I know you, yeah. Like I I truly know and feel you, and alongside that, there's so much magic. Because you are, you are starting to connect beyond the physical. Mm-hmm. So mm. true. It's so, it's a real privilege to get to experience that. And mm. I think there's so many, so many nuggets of wisdom in what you just said. But I think the one that I'm really walking away with is like the safety there, there is so much opportunity for safety with others. And yet if you're not being intentional about safety with yourself, there's only so much you can receive. Right. And, mm-hmm. and then also holding the excitement at the same time of like, there are people out there that are safe spaces. I think that's one of the, that's been one of the most like like mind opening things for me in the last couple of years is like being in friendship with women who are their safe spaces. Mm. That is a different type of friendship. That is a different type of friendship when your friends are tending to their wounds, to their inner landscapes. And like, we also have fun too. It's not just like, we're like, yeah, yeah. It's like, oh, we just like talk about boring stuff all the time. No, but it, it is a different ball game when you, when you are doing that beautiful sacred work and you're with people doing it too. That, that's, that's a, that is a different level. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Like it, like, it just makes me think going back to that story that I shared before, it's like, you know, when you can celebrate your friend. And also at the same, in the same breath, say, I'm really fucking triggered by you right now. Yeah. You can share that because they're discerning. Exactly. Like they're completely 
um, safe and held within their soul and their body that they can witness you, but they don't take that on because they know it's not theirs. And that is like, that's massive within a friendship. That is a game changer. Oh, it's massive. Or even like, you know, um, the simplicity of saying, I really need somebody um, to just hear me. I really need somebody to hear me right now. Uh, And either having like them coming from a place of uh, really being discerning of their time and their capacity to hold space Mm -hmm. uh, and like really showing up in in that space of, I love you. Uh, I will come back here in a few hours or tomorrow. Um, Feel free to leave a voice note, whatever, whatever you need to do. But I currently can't show up in this space. Mm-hmm. So it's like, there's so, <laughs> I feel like I'm saying like layers over and over in this conversation, <laughs> but there's so many different layers that go yeah. into this mm-hmm. because it's like really, yeah, showing up for yourself and knowing how much space and capacity you have for others. Mm-hmm. Mm. It's so, it's so beautiful and so honoring, I would say. It's so honoring of ourselves and it's so honoring of the other people, the other person. Yeah. Oh my gosh. This conversation has blown my mind. <laughs> I feel like in like the best, best ways. And before we kind of like wrap this up, is there any is there anything else that you like really have on your heart or has been swirling through this conversation? Like anything else that you want to share about this? The first thing that like drops in when you ask that is just go slow. Like I Mm -hmm. feel like we want to, we always want to be at this level, like this professional level straight away. And we don't need to be like with anything that we do. Um, but in particular, like with this, with building sisters, uh, like building sisterhood containers or, um, you know, celebrating other women, celebrating yourself, just go slow. Like it does, you don't have to oh, go from zero to a hundred in a day. Mm-hmm. Um, really just honor and give yourself, compa- give yourself compassion, give yourself compassion. Yeah. Uh, and know that in celebrating others you can also celebrate yourself just because Mm -hmm. just because you're acknowledging the success of somebody else it doesn't mean that you are less than it absolutely doesn't mean that you're less than there's Mm -hmm. just there's so many so many things that you can um look at from that whether it's something to heal whether it's something that you want for yourself whether it's um, a subconscious wound, whether it's just simply that you, you know, need to acknowledge yourself. Yeah. 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 That's such wisdom right there. Thank you so much mm-hmm. for sharing that. And oh, I feel like I'm just like really <laughs> leaving space for all that we just said. And just like, before we uh, move on, but that was just 
so rich and thank you so much for everything that you shared on this topic and for like being willing to go there. I really, I just appreciate you so much friend. Oh, you're so welcome. Like, thank you for, uh, yeah. Thank you for chatting about this conversation with me. Like, Mm -hmm. and actually, yeah. Speaking to it because like we said already, why the hell don't we? Right. So good. Wild. So Uh, yeah, just appreciate you for Oh, bringing some, bringing some charge to it. Yeah. My pleasure. My pleasure. Well, I have a few like lightning round questions if you're Mm -hmm. ready for it, kind of a different vibe, but let's just finish it up with these. And then I I want you to share like where people can find you and like all that stuff. So my first question is what is one thing about you that makes you, you? Mm, What is one thing about me that makes me, me? me that's what I want to say Ooh, I love it drops in is just like well nobody else is me mm. and so the thing that makes me me is my ability to just like land in that and show that. up fully from like a place that is me and it's not you and it's not um you know somebody else it's just my essence yeah I feel like it's going back to the first thing we talked about. And it was like, what is your essence? So totally. Oh, I love that answer. That's so Mm. awesome. The second question is what is a small joy in your life right now that is keeping you going? Mm. My dog. I knew you were going to say that. (laughs) I literally, um, so he got a new collar today. And this cute little like um, blue collar. He's just he's just gorgeous. If you do anything, come and follow me to see the yes. span of Bodhi because he's like literally the cutest thing ever. Um, and it was just like this proud mum moment of just like, oh, you're so cute. Just like I just oh, all the snuggles. I'm the obsessed dog mum, and he he just brings me so much joy, so much joy. Oh, that's so sweet. Yeah. It's just so clear. You just beam with love for him. And I think it's so sweet. I'm so happy for you. That's amazing. It's wild how much love animals or Mm. I want to say kids as well, but I don't necessarily, I don't know that for a fact. Sure. Sure. (laughs) I'm sure they do, but you know, like the dogs, there's, there's just next level joy. Yeah. Mm, I love that so much. And what is one thing you're doing <clears throat> to actively create your life right now? Mm. Um, the first thing that comes to mind is conversations like this. Mm. Like I am frothing uh, just these conversations. I always froth them, but I feel like I'm having more recently and they're just lighting up my life. <laughs> like, mm. They are lighting up my life for so many reasons. Like, well, one, we get to have delicious conversations like this and we get to connect on this level because it's, again, it's coming back to that connection piece of, you know, having these deeper conversations beyond Mm -hmm. just how's the weather. Um, And it's also allowing me to really, again, coming back to my essence, like allowing me to land in my essence and what yeah. wants to work through me, what wants to come through me, what, um, you know, what 
I need to share um, and what needs to be, yeah, what needs to be shared through me. Mm. Yeah. Oh, I love that so much. It's so, it's so true. Like having these sorts of conversations um, is really clarifying because it's, I find for me, I'm like, wow, I'm kind of surprised I just said that, but it feels so (laughs) true. And I wouldn't have really found that out unless I was in a conversation like this, you know? And I just love that for you. Mm. And I think as well, like it's, it's a beautiful reminder of what happens when you do connect to your essence. Yep. Because you allow yourself to deeply land in that and you trust that whatever you share, like, I have no idea what we shared today. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, like I black out and then I'm like, oh, yeah. well, that's interesting. <laughs> exactly. And it's like, I 100% believe that that's just our higher self just speaking through us. 100%. We're just allowing mm-hmm. our whole essence um, to, yeah, to be seen instead of um, being so structured and prepared or whatever that looks like and you know having that checklist of I need to say this this and this and this it's just allowing it to it's just allowing it to flow and trusting that what you share will be perfect and um those that are listening uh will receive exactly what they're meant to exactly yeah Mm. oh so good and where can people connect with you find out more about you are there any like offers or anything that you would like to share about Mm. right now delicious human um I play out over on Instagram I think that's that's a playground for most of us um mm-hmm. but that's where I have fun in particular I love DMs so if anything's like if anything came up for you uh that um it maybe brought up some nuggets of wisdom or triggered something in you or you know anything like that feel free to slide on onto my DMs and share that with me because I'm just here for those sorts of conversations, as you know. (laughs) Mm, Um, And keep an eye out because I will actually um, give Megan the link as well. Um, But I do have a little freebie um, that I have created in regards to connecting with their higher self. So allowing yourself, like, you know, connecting Um, and meeting your whole essence so that you can actually um, start well trust more so than anything trust that you know you are so supported um, that you are so safe and that you're so held by yourself uh, before anything else Mm. Mm, I love that so much that sounds amazing and I'm gonna be looking at that too and (laughs) If people want to work with you, can they do so now or will there be opportunities to do that in the future? Yeah, absolutely. So I currently, um, I, well, I'm currently re- offering nearly monthly women's circles, mm-hmm. um, which I just had one last night and I'm still just like basking in the magic uh, of these. Like they're just, oh. There are literally no words that I can express to share how magical they are. So I do offer um, monthly woman circles and also seven day healing intensives. So mm. yeah, if that is something that you're interested in as well, I can pop the link through with Megan um, or just reach out. Beautiful. Oh, thank you so much. And I will put all of that in the show notes as well, mm. but it's just been such a joy to have this conversation with you. I can't wait to share it with everyone. Um, and just thank you, Ren. It's, it's just such a gift to know you and, mm-hmm. and your essence and to be in your essence, like even just apart from what you do and say, just being in your presence is just so wonderful. So 
thank you for being here on create your life today Mm, thank you for having me like it is an absolute privilege uh to know you and to see you and to just like be with you like I just adore you I love you so much um and just the work that you are doing in this world I just oh dream freaking dream you are you are when I speak to um this angel that is Sammy like you are also like I see you as this like literal angel on this earth so thank you for just bringing your beautiful freaking light oh love you love you dearly thank you love you too friend Thank you so much for tuning in to Create Your Life. It is such an honor to get to share these conversations with you, and it truly means the world that you are listening, so thank you. I hope you enjoyed this episode. If you did, please subscribe and leave a five-star review on iTunes or wherever you listen to your podcasts. That is the biggest help and allows more creative humans just like you to find this podcast. As always, I love to connect with you who are listening. So screenshot this episode, share that you're listening in your stories and tag me so I can see. I would absolutely love to see. And if you would like to stay connected or are interested in coaching, you can follow me on Instagram at megan.vhill. And I always update there when I have new openings um, and free events or downloads, things like that. So make sure to stay in the loop there. You can also join my email list, which gets updated a lot of times even before Instagram. Um, and so you can join that at meganvhill.com slash mailing list. And lastly, if you loved the song from this episode, I know I do. I am obsessed. It was created especially for Create Your Life by my good friend Trevor Maddox. He is incredible. And if you want to hear more of his music, which I highly recommend, you can head to his website, trevormaddox.com, or follow him on Instagram at maddox.sounds. And both of those will take you to um, Spotify or wherever you listen to your music and you can listen to his stuff. It is incredible. Thank you for being here. I'm so happy to spend this time with you. Looking forward to staying connected and we'll chat soon.